0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: There is a Gorgon inside the box, and we want to figure out what it is doing. Unfortunately, we will turn to stone if we see her face, and she might try to make us look. Join Becca playing Vector, Jorin playing Nila, Monica playing Maxine, and Tillman as the Game Master in Think Before Asking an eclipse phase scenario written by Anders Sandberg. Please follow Twin Cities by Night on social media and consider supporting us on Patreon. Enjoy. In break, I heard the plan is to go to the traffic control gang and just use... Well, I think the plan was a major favor so that they will shut up and understand this is important. As we had established, you have a contact at like their local meetup called Cable. So do you want to make your way there now?
0: Yeah, I think so. Let's go. Max would be excited to get out of the room with all the guns. So she's at the door, ready to go.
2: And uh, Vector would have eventually taken one of Nila's guns that she offered just to have something on her because she didn't bring her own with her.
1: So you are all armed. Nila, are you taking your assault rifle with you or just pistols? I'm going to be honest. It probably is okay. You can probably get away with it. People know you around here as like the militia kind of guy and your reputation is very high. So it wouldn't draw too much attention.
3: I think she would take it with her. She would have the medium pistol concealed, but (laughs) concealing an assault rifle is a bit harder. So she just carry that as if it's the most normal thing in the world because for her it is.
1: You would need a very large trench coat for that. Just kidding. Yeah, you you couldn't, couldn't conceal the rifle, but pistols, definitely. Anyone else, any last-minute preparations?
2: Probably on my way over there, I'd be making a list of items that I would need to get in order to shut down the trigger. Just kind of like researching, okay, how do I do this, that sort of thing. Or my right. character might um, already know.
1: Yeah, you probably would know. One thing, of course, would be the trigger, the quantum entangled thing is just like a communication device. So the communication device needs to be removed, but the bomb probably has some security system that you can't just remove it, so some hacking required, and then it should be just maybe a few like hand tools. There's this smart multi tool in Eclipse phase that can change form to adapt to multiple purposes, or you could maybe get a covert operations tool. It essentially sends out nano swarms that can dismantle all kinds of material and even rebuild it once you're done. So it's the ultimate safe cracker tool. You just drill a hole into the safe and then seal it back up again. And it looks exactly like new, but those would be a bit expensive. I don't think you have one yet. You could of course, like get one via favors basically borrow it.
2: Okay. Yeah. And that's just kind of what's going on in Vector's brain as we're making our way to C-Cable.
1: So you float through your habitat around the mangroves or whatever it is, past all the weird cats and all the weirdos that live there with you, approaching what looks to be a jungle or a beach area shack, kind of looks very improvised. But people don't usually build from wood anymore, but apparently these folks here made it a point to use as much wood as possible and build this kind of shitty building. Mm, You can already smell, well, the smell of weed emanating from it. It's just, well, I guess uh, their thing. Are you heading inside?
0: I think Max would look at Neela at this point since she's going to be the one. Um, along with Vector doing the talking. And she's going to gesture her hand as if saying after you.
3: Nila will sigh deeply and enter.
1: The smell hits you as you move past the door. Inside you see several people in what appears to be all kinds of uniforms floating about smoking hookahs. Apparently the traffic control gang makes a mockery of like old earth naval uniforms but they don't have decided on exactly one honestly you're not kind of sure whether these are old designs or just something they came up with you see a lot of blue but also like teal and olive many have all kinds of metals and like shoulder patches and you see uh, embossed brass buttons i mean golden buttons it's probably not real gold that's still kind of expensive. But well, yeah, that's the general atmosphere. And you get approached by a woman in a like teal or olive uniform with like red decorations on it. She has very short, strawberry blonde hair, kind of that tomboyish look to her, very pale skin and freckles. And she's like, Nila, good to see you, Vector. Excellent. Oh, and... Maxine, didn't expect you. Glad you're here. What can I help you with?
3: So we would know her name, I think.
1: This is cable, yes. You could look it up easily over your mesh network, or you would have gotten her picture, at least Vector would have when you looked her up or got in contact with her earlier.
3: Ha! Cable. Um do you have a place where we can talk privately?
1: She gives you like a weird look and like a weird giggle like (laughs) okay and pushes herself off the entrance wall to like a back area i take it you follow her you end up in a supply room of sorts you see some more of those hookahs mounted to the wall currently not in use it's like a a food fabricator and cable closes the door Best I can do, Nila. I mean, I I, I don't know. Um, actually, we do have this white noise generator thing here. Uh, if you want, I can activate that. So I guess the rest couldn't like listen in. And she pushes some sort of device. And You notice like your mesh connection to the outside is now blocked. Essentially, you you can't look up things right now.
3: Thanks, Gable. Yeah we have we have some questions and we thought maybe you know something have you seen itakura around lately
1: uh no frankly i don't hang with her and she she doesn't really engage with us anymore well i mean it's kind of a personal thing not gonna lie have you looked at like her social media posts N- not recently why it's such a train wreck i mean She came here with all this, like, you know, the typical story. Boo-hoo! The hypercorps are so mean to me. I'm such an exploited worker. Uh, But here, I I stole their ship. And now I want to be an anarchist like you guys. I want to be one of the cool scum people. And, you know, didn't really make me all that happy that she's one of those extropian assholes. I mean... I get it. She, she has this ship. She brings in a lot of gear and tourists and whatnot. But I do think she's kind of an asshole. I mean, she's like the only one who, who uses that ship. I get it. She, she's been trained for it and it's difficult, but like, why doesn't she help us out in, you know, training people? So yeah, she doesn't dock here anymore. We, I mean, we probably would, but. It's kind of a mutual understanding.
3: That's fair enough. Yeah, I was thinking of having her like take some stuff for me because I knew, like, I heard somewhere that she's in the neighborhood. I take it you were keeping tabs on her, don't you?
1: Yeah, sure. She's in the neighborhood. She docks with Rinlock Watt usually, and uh, you would have heard of it, but probably haven't been there in a long time. Or maybe not at all. It's another habitat in the swarm, definitely. So not far away. Cable continues. I'm not absolutely certain whether she is there right now. We need to look that up on the network. We can, I mean, we can do that for sure.
3: You know, that would be great. But some some favor needs to be exchanged for that, I'm pretty sure. We had some more questions, though. And... I'm gonna ask you to keep this on the very, very download. So if you need anything from me in the future and you give us right the right information right now, I might actually give you some stuff for free for a change.
1: Cable like perks an eyebrow up. What kind of stuff are we talking? And I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you have me intrigued with keeping quiet, but if this is, If it's going to harm Itakura in any way, I'm not really all that concerned, you know? I mean, what has she done? Why are you so interested? You have all your weapons with you.
3: Cable, come on. You know I cannot tell you what I'm actually looking for. Not right now. Not before we made a deal. So the deal from my side would be that you come into my shop and you can either get a free check on your guns, get an upgrade maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out at the time. Do you know what I'm good at? But first, I need you to tell me that you're going to keep this on the extreme down low and keep this within this room. I wouldn't ask you for this if it was just Itakura.
1: Right, I get it. Okay, I'm in. But at the very least, I want a freezer gun. These are just so cool. I've been lusting after one for like four months.
3: Uh, what are you going to have to... Okay, sure. Yeah, I can fix you a freezer gun
1: if you want to. She loves like a little dance in midair and is obviously very excited. Okay, okay, you got me. We'll keep quiet for now. You know, the reputation exchange can happen later. I'm not going to tell anyone. You still need that data about Itakura, right?
3: At least, at least we need data on Itakura. But I think Vector... You have quite a list of things that we want to know specifically, right?
2: Uh, he, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, as Vector finally like perks up, she was a little bit distracted as the conversation was going on. Well, I, ideally, Cable, we, we want to know where she's at at the moment and, and her ship. We're also looking for scans of her ship.
1: Okay. Like recent? Yes. Cool. You know, since you asked to keep this on the down low, I'm just doing a general sweep and I'm going to hand you like a collection of data and you can look whether that's sufficient and, well, people won't really know what it is that you were looking for in particular. Does that sound good?
2: Sounds like a good start.
1: Okay. Uh, unfortunately, though, we we do have to like get out of here again to access it. You know, no mesh connection right now.
3: That makes sense. We'll follow you.
1: So she turns off the the connection jamming device, opens the door again. Some people in the room, like, give her a look again, but she just, like, shrugs and laughs it off, and apparently that that's sufficient. You know, they are kind of like a group uh, that has established some sort of code from one another but also respects and trusts one another so it probably doesn't draw too much attention right now she floats over to one of the hookers strapped to the wall and takes like one of the loose i don't know what it's called uh, tubes takes a drag from it has like a moment before she exhales a cloud of smoke and hands it to you vector
2: vector will take it from her and take in a deep breath as well.
1: Great. (laughs) I'm surprised you don't ask. This hookah is set up with a weird uh, collection of narco-uplink drugs. So essentially, you have a high that creates all the information that you need in your head because this is the scum and they're weird like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that's really, really weird. And I don't think... Vector's probably used to some of the oddities that comes with being part of the scum, but this might be only a hand one of a handful of times that she's done something like this to get information. So it's it's just a really weird sensation to her and she's like makes making all these faces as this information is coming into her mind.
1: Cable is having a hearty laugh and probably the rest of the traffic control gang as well as you make a fool of yourself a little bit in their eyes. But you do have the information that you probably wanted. So as Cable has told you, Itakura usually boards at Rinlock Watt now. And it seems everything that travels with her ship, the Landau Landau, first ends up there. You're not really sure why, but probably the people there are just more accepting to, like, her worldview. You also definitely do get, like, scans. The scans that the maestro gave you were from January 6th. One day later, on the 7th, Itakura arrived at Rinlock Ward. And there is a check-in for dangerous material, uh, power supply parts, warning, radiation. So that is what it was checked in as and apparently didn't draw any more attention. What you do not have, unfortunately, is information on the passengers or who traveled with this device. However, looking further, you find that all the radiation stuff, apparently the same stuff, was boarded onto the Landau-Landau again after a small break to be brought to another habitat within the swarm called Nicotine Eldridge. And after that, the trail kind of disappears. we are not really sure what happened then.
2: All right. Then after Vector kind of shifts through the information a little bit, she'll spell out the the timeline of what happened. So the Lando Lando came to Rinlog Wad, whatever is on there, or the, the device was taken off, likely, and then put back on. And then now she's currently, as best as I can tell, at the nicotine eld- eldritch uh, habitat. So that could be our next place
3: to kind of check out. What do we know about a nicotine eldritch place? Like, what kind of neighborhood is it?
1: Uh, you want to roll me your. Okay, this time I would say um, networking scum, or knowledge scum, I mean, is required, or you can ask around again on the network. I would say that is a trivial favor, so you don't actually have to spend anything. But yeah, people know you're looking for nicotine eldritch. You could, of course, try both. They're not exclusive.
2: Yeah, um, I have a, a decent knowledge of scum, so I would want to see what like I just know off the top of my head.
1: Ah, jeez, that's a failure. I think, Maxine, you have that as well. If you want, you can try as well.
2: Apparently, that's not a part of the uh, colony that I go to, like, at all. In fact, this is probably the first time I've heard of it.
0: We'll give it a go, see what we get.
1: If you need Oh, knew my it. God. <laughs> ah, jeez, <laughs> That's actually a critical failure.
0: Holy crap.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do anything evil yet. Yeah. You don't know about it, but it sounds like another place where people do drugs, probably.
2: Thank goodness, as we're only like, hey, what do I know about these kinds of roles? Versus now everybody in the whole area knows that this is what we're looking for. So yeah, Vector Vector will be like question mark, question mark, question mark in our little chat that we have going between the three of us. Like,
0: wow, I've never even heard of this place before. Max will chime in and say... I've never heard of it either. It
3: doesn't even ring a bell. I've heard of it, but that's as far as my knowledge goes. We could ask around. How would we go about that? Just asking around? Because I don't think asking for a neighborhood is dragging too much attention to ourselves.
1: Probably not. If you're just asking for like nicotine eldritch, what is it? What can I expect? It probably doesn't look all that suspicious. And you could use your ad rep again. So I think, Nila, again, you have the highest score in that at least.
3: Yes. So I think I will do that. Let me check if I want to alter that role a little bit still. I'm just going to go for it.
0: How can we be so unlucky? Yeah. No. Never mind.
1: All right. you 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 post on the social network. Does anyone know anything about? nicotine Eldridge, you do get answers in fact a lot and all of them are like memes something like nope 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 and avoid at all costs and uh fuck no don't go there <laughs> but you don't actually get answers
3: nila will just respond underneath that guys
0: this is not useful information thinking about it scientifically we have to have at the very minimum a map of our surrounding colonies. So that could be a good place for us to start.
1: Yeah, I would say that is trivial to look up. So yeah, nicotine Eldridge is well a habitat in the swarm. So it's around you can easily probably get there. Same with Rinlock Watt. It's part of the swarm. It would at most like maybe take a few hours to travel.
2: Now when we travel between habitats, is it we take shuttles from one to the other. Are we able to walk there?
1: Well, you, of course, take the spider bus. See, since all the habitats are connected by tether, someone thought it was an excellent idea to build huge mechanical spiders. You enter into a like spherical chamber with lots of windows to look out of, and... The thing has eight long mechanical legs to move along the tethers. It can jump several kilometers from habitat to habitat if necessary. Sometimes it misses its mark only like once a week though. And of course there is the safety web feature where it shoots out a web to reconnect with the scum swarm.
2: What a way to get around. I love it. Spider
0: bus. Oh, wow. Okay. Max will suggest, well, none of us seem to know anything about this place aside from what we can easily look up on our connection. So I think the best, you know, thing to do right now is to just get on a spider bus, see what we can find on our own. Maybe we'll have new leads in the actual place.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's definitely the way we should go about this. Those memes were... That must be some kind of inside joke. It really couldn't be that bad, right?
1: Now you get people uh, egging you on to go there, actually, because it's so worth it. But you do sense the sarcasm.
3: Mila will post, we are on our way, send rescue
1: missions if we don't check in by tomorrow. So you want to go to Nicotine Eldridge?
2: Yes, and as we start leaving the uh, traffic control gang area, it occurs to Vector that it might be a good idea to check social media, especially since Cable mentioned that with Ita Karu, excuse my butchering of her name, um, and see, like, okay, is she actually there currently or are we just kind of going on a goose chase?
1: Looking at the data you got from Cable, Itakura is probably a drinlock of what? Uh, the whole traveling to Nicotine Eldridge with the warhead that was like five months ago.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, sorry. Maybe I wasn't clear about that. So just to reiterate, early in the year, and it's now like, well, summertime <laughs> in a place that doesn't have changing weather. Mm, early in the year, the standard year, uh, someone left Higgs Landing Station on board of the Landau Landau, with the pilot Itakura. They had this warhead on there. It arrives at Rinlock Watt in the scum swarm you're in. The warhead gets moved around as power plant parts. Rinlock Watt is only like a temporary station, but it's the main hub of Itakura, it seems. She then brings this device over to Nicotine Eldridge, and then he lose the trail. You're not sure what happened then.
2: Okay, so it sounds... Like, there's the two leads, the one where we think that the boarhead is on Nicotine Eldritch, but if we needed to, we could try to find her again by going to Rinlock. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right now, Itakura is on Rinlock, so you're in luck. You can meet her there. She's not traveling about.
3: It would be the most direct way to find out where that weapon is currently. Not looking forward to just asking her directly, though.
2: I'm sorry. I'm a little bit confused. So we as a group, we're going to Nicotine directly. We were,
3: or we are currently, but we can still switch it up and go to Rinlog Wad instead and then ask Ida directly, like, yo, you dropped off this cargo a couple months ago. Do you know anything about where it is now or where it was heading or something? And then we're not just looking for a needle in a haystack over there. So on the one hand,
2: Vector's like, I don't want to involve more people than we have to. But on the other hand, we don't really know what's going on with Nicotine Eldridge. So we might end up drawing more attention to ourselves. I, if I'm going to rely on your knowledge, Neela, and if you think that talking with her is the better choice for the moment, then let's give that a try.
1: From what you have heard about Itakura, you know she's a person that can be bought. That's her thing, it seems.
0: We're poor. But I do think that I agree with Vector. If we went to Nicotine Eldritch and started asking a whole new team of people, it would seem a little suspicious. The double-edged sword here is that the woman who was bought to travel With this parcel, who may or may not know what is on the ship, depending on what she was paid, you know, for her ignorance and silence. If the people who created this bomb or had it commissioned to be made have that kind of money, what could we possibly, the three of us, offer to top that? Because I'm thinking the materials needed for this type of bomb, I would know as a scientist, they don't come cheap. The labor, the secrecy, the transfer. That's a lot of money, and that's a lot of money that we ourselves don't have. So I would look to Neela and just make her aware that whether we stay on Nicotine Eldritch or whether we switch gears to talk to the pilot of the ship, we're going to have ourselves a very delicate situation to handle, psychologically speaking.
3: Yeah, so I think we're not going to change course. We're still going to go to Nicotine Eldritch see what we find there i'm not looking forward to making itakura aware of us looking into this not particularly looking forward to associate myself with her so we'll just see what we find there hope for the best
0: sounds good to me let's do what we're doing
2: okay and uh, once we like once vector sees the two of them they're like oh yeah okay so this is the course of action she like kind of visibly relaxes because it's like, okay, I can get behind this. It's its own unknown, but it'll be interesting.
1: So you want to take the spider bus to Nicotine Eldridge. Again, I'm guessing you are going in the same way that you went to visit the traffic control gang. Do, do you want to take any more preparations?
0: Nita
3: came prepared for anything. So she's ready.
0: As a scientist, would I have access to one of those handheld scanners for uh, radiation, like just to check on equipment and things like that, or maybe even Vector would have access to something like that, so that if we're discussing something with someone, we could kind of see whose hands have possibly touched either recently or have access to such materials that would leave an imprint on them.
1: Vector actually has a morph upgrade for radiation sense. So yeah, she can pick up radiation.
2: <laughs> oh, interesting. So is it, um, gotcha. So I could share that information that as I'm looking around, because it's almost what, maybe I switch my eyesight sort of thing and see radiation a certain way. And I could share that information with Nila and Max.
1: Yeah, I would say it's like an overlay similar to like heat imagery maybe so you can like show which things around you emit radiation. Sweet.
2: Yeah, I will totally have that going on and like in your in our little connection that we have uh, you'll have like in the lower hand corner what I see going on. So you guys can kind of get a sense of as I'm looking around, okay, this sort of thing has radiation that doesn't.
1: Right. You approach one of the docking areas of your station and wait for a little bit for the spider bus to arrive. It's like a double airlock with waiting area. It seems a connection to nicotine Eldridge isn't all that popular. There's no regular schedule there, but you could like get an on-demand spider bus that will get you there. Really doesn't seem all that popular, but you board in, you are in a small like spherical room. The perimeter is lined with windows and you can look outside and you can see the cylinder beneath you getting smaller as like mechanical legs clamp around a carbon tube that connects it to other things. Sometimes you make turns around and the whole thing shakes uh, a little bit, but I mean, you float around anyway, so you just have to be mindful to not bump your head into the walls or ceiling. Around here, you see all kinds of habitats, but you go further and further approaching like the outside area of the swarm. What you see is a cluster habitat of sorts. It's a connection of all kinds of like tubes and devices. For some reason this was painted almost entirely black. It like blends weirdly into the background and the reflection of light from Saturn uh, gives it a well very menacing look of sorts. You land at a docking area very similar to the one that you left from you enter an area that is weird around here you have a like sprawling victorian ghost house in zero gravity there's like twisted balconies everywhere not just on walls but like ceilings and ground because you don't need to walk along anywhere you just float about there's like spires and gargoyles and Diamond windows to the outside where you can see starlight and Saturn. And you think, yeah, they're, they're spider webs like everywhere for some reason. The whole interior seems very Escheresque, like MC Escher uh, drawings like this one behind me. So the corridors always twist around a little bit. They seem like to vanish in infinity, kind of be endless. The whole effect is probably just an illusion. It's just, like the colors of the walls and the twist rate playing with your eyesight. it's just very warped. everything's very dark. You see in the landing area there is one other person, very small. She wears like a handmaiden outfit of sorts. She has black shoes, white, very old timey socks, a long black skirt. Her hair is Done up in a peculiar way that seems very difficult, and there's like this white ribbon along her hair, and she seems to be working on a shuttle that is currently inside the habitat for maintenance. You guess
0: Maxine is gonna be very intrigued by the surroundings, especially the SRS trails that lead nowhere, pretty much until she sees that one other person that's in there. She's gonna. Kind of stare at them a little bit, thinking something's amiss here. Usually when you land somewhere, even if it's not a popular destination, it's very rare that you just see one person. She's suddenly very glad that Neil is with them in case something does go wrong. But her main thought right now is, Lord, I did not sign up to die in this sort of cliche horror movie looking place. So she's going to take a step back behind Neela, sort of sandwich herself between Neela and Vector.
3: Hoping that Nila will take the lead and do the talking here. Yeah. And Nila does. She she walks over to this one person and says, "Hi."
1: The woman in front of you turns around. Uh, you immediately notice her eyes are like covered by a bandage, and you're pretty sure like blood is like oozing out of it, dropping downwards. And he's like, "Hi." Uh, are, are are you okay? She gives you this huge grin. Oh, yes, it's nothing. Welcome to our wonderful little habitat. It's rare we have visitors. We're, we are glad you made it. What's the occasion?
3: Well, we were looking for someone, but maybe you could tell us a little bit about this place. What, we've never been here.
1: Oh, yes, of course. This is, of course, Nicotine Eldridge. We... The Unufiro Muralto. We provide the solar system and beyond with the finest fear algorithms. With our funds, we cover our main project, which is rescuing lost egos from the void. My name is Dolores, by the way.
3: Hi, Dolores. Nice to meet you. My name is Nila. I was wondering, do you often work with the shuttles over here? We know something came through here, it got lost, and some stuff of mine was on the ship. So I was wondering whether maybe it got dropped off, off over here, something like that.
1: Well, I'm a pilot, yes. Usually on this ship right here, the fleshly diatribe. It doesn't belong to me, though, and I don't really handle much of the like, traffic connections. Should I just start fly and return you'd probably want to talk to theodora about that
3: okay cool thanks um one more question do you know where i can find theodora
1: yes you see i would really like it if you could give us well if you could join our evaluation program for our newest set of fear algorithms
0: Maxine is going to look at Nila, raise both eyebrows as if saying, "Girl, don't you even think about doing this?" and then just look back at this woman, and very politely ask her, "What exactly does this entail, and why would you want that kind of information
1: oh it's simple. You get a sample of our newest augmented reality program it's all local it- doesn't send away any data. All your uh, visions are your own. And in the end, you can talk to me or maybe Theodora, and we will ask you a few questions about your experience. And we will use those to well, tailor all the parameters before we ship out. It's a huge honor, really. I mean, the experience you will have is not on the market yet.
0: Maxine is going to use her connection with Vector and Vila and just. Extreme to them. There's nothing in this life that comes without a price. This sounds extremely fishy. Not today, Satan. Not me.
3: Everything comes with a price, which means that if we actually do this, we might be able to raise the stakes and get all the information we want without having to put, put in any other favors.
0: And that all makes sense. But to have all three of us do this, that sounds dangerous. I mean, if you're volunteering, girl, you go going right ahead.
2: Yeah, Vector has been suspiciously quiet on the subject, but she'll finally kind of speak up and it's like, yeah, if we're looking for something and things that frighten us pop up, I think it's just, it just seems super counterintuitive. But on the other hand, I'm kind of intrigued
3: now. Yeah, me too. I must say. Quick question. For I I guess this is going to work on my mind stats. So the so I have an insanity rating. Anything would be also below that, right?
1: What do you mean by that question?
3: So, for something to take effect, it would have to pass over my insanity rating, right?
1: Uh, it has to pass above your trauma threshold. So, uh, Eclipse Phase has. Two kinds of, well, I guess, health bars or damage ratings. You can take physical damage to your body, regardless of whether it is like flesh or robot parts. Uh, And you can take stress and it accumulates. And every time you cross your trauma threshold or your wound threshold, that's pretty bad for you because basically that means you're suffering so bad that all your like, skill roles will be at a minus 10 accumulating. So it could then add to wounds or stress-related traumas, be minus 20, and so on, and so on. Eventually, if you manage to cross your lucidity or your durability, you're effectively so physically hurt or damaged or so stressed out that you seriously need help I mean, essentially, you need to be hospitalized.
3: Okay. So Nita will turn to uh, Dolores, but she is still facing Dolores, but she will go to Dolores and say, if we're willing to do this, can you, A, give me an indication on how long the fear stuff will work, and B, do you need all three of us to do this, or would one or two be enough?
1: Well, the algorithm is programmed to only work here right now because it's in evaluation and we don't want you to take it off the habitat. And yes, I would very much like all three of you to be involved because that just makes our product evaluation so much better.
0: Maxine is just going to stream a message across everyone's brain. Motherfucker.
2: As we're here for a specific reason, to all like. All three of us have to do it at the same time or can we kind of take turns? We're not we're not really sh yeah, can we yeah.
1: Look, sweetie, it's best you all do it at the same time. It enhances the experience, and no one of you is gonna stay after the fact for any longer, really. Trust me. So you're not gonna wait on your friends.
3: So over the over the the connection that they have, Nina will just say. Um, I don't see a different way currently, other than if we want to go and ask Ida Kura and probably end back up here anyway and have to do this anyway. So
0: how bad can it really be? Maxine is going to stream words across her head that said, girl, sit tight and find out. You're about to find out how bad it's going to be. Have you looked around? It's already bad. You want to add more nightmare?" We came on a spider bus, there's some blind pilot girl with bleeding eyes fixing a ship in M.C. Escher's basement trying to prod in our brains, and you're asking how bad can it be? Were you just born yesterday?
3: I don't know who this M.C. Escher guy is you're talking about, but I've seen some terrible shit,
0: so, yeah. If I come out of this with an alien baby inside me, I'm coming to your house. It's only augmented reality. It's not real. If this gets us the answers, and I guess it's the only way we're going to get answers. You know, I guess our hands are tied behind our backs now, aren't they?
3: If you really want to be, like, they want to get anything out of this, I'm sure, I'm sure that if you report back to Firewall that you had very negative experiences here, they might compensate you. So I'd say let's go for it, Vector. She stares blinking for a moment.
2: Ah, fuck it. Why not? (sighs) We started out as a World of Darkness podcast, but we have expanded our gameplay to multiple systems. Make sure to check out our games in Delta Green, Call of Cthulhu, Pathfinder, 13th Age, and much more